Today is August 13th, 2021. This is episode 160 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Blattis and Shinter. And welcome, everybody, to Mails from Radio. My name is Peter. With me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Quentin. How are you? Hello, hello. Hi. I just realized that I, I, I knew that today we were talking about Final Fantasy, so I'm like, I'm going to wear my Final Fantasy shirt. Yeah. Not realizing that the Final Fantasy shirt I decided to wear was Shinryu, which is very green. Green, yeah. And uh-huh. gives me a giant hole in my chest. Yeah. Um, straight. That's fine. So apologies, stream. I, I was not thinking. That's okay. Uh, I have a bowl around uh, uh, which uh, kind of shows up. That's so. pretty awesome. With yeah. the wave. Oh, yeah, with the wave. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 <clears throat> uh, for those confused by my t- comments on Twitch earlier, I said that I was d- dying behind the scenes, not BTS, the K-pop band. <laughs> I am uh, <laughs> dying behind the scenes because before the show started, I tried to give the intro and said that today was April 18th. And there is nothing correct with that statement whatsoever. No, nope, nothing close. Oh. Nothing was close. It's fine. Yeah, <coughs> uh, uh, I'll be a hollow. So. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get into this week. Because one, there's all, there's, there, all right, we'll just, let's we'll just get into it. One, uh, Happy. Yeah, uh, myself and Susan uh, went to on a mini vacation to Chicago, and uh, we drank a lot of coffee at a. I don't. I don't want to say it's a mega Starbucks because that's the wrong term for it. Uh, it, it was a uh, Starbucks Reserve Roastery, which sounds as pompous and and bougie as it it makes it seem, uh, but. We had uh, some of the best coffee I think we've ever had, ever, uh, including uh, a cold brew that I. It's try to make it home now. I, I can't. I don't think I can. That's the problem. Like I can buy the beans, right? And it's forty dollars for an eight ounce ba- bag of beans, which is very expensive. And I, I understand that yeah, if you're if you're a huge coffee nerd, that's a low price to pay for for what what you would be getting. Uh, buy yeah, but I understand because the process for these beans specifically are, is very strange and, and, and it uses whiskey cask barrels from Knob Creek, which is a very high, like a, a mid to high end whiskey and it's using their barrels and barrels, if you don't know, are very expensive. <laughs> so to get used whiskey barrels to ferment your, your coffee beans. And then as long as it takes it, I understand it's a long process. The cost of the bean, like, and it's very rare. It's not like they have tons of these barrels and they're doing this on a mass scale. It's a very limited quantity. The, uh, uh, well, the, yeah, if you want to have that, uh, Savat cat, uh, coffee, yeah, the, the the poop coffee, uh, that's like hundred and thirty dollars, like a cup. Like yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, not and chili for <laughs> for eight ounces of coffee, you're making around like twenty five ish cups, twenty four yeah. cups. Yeah, normal sized cups. If you go to like the American style cups, it's like ten. Ten. Uh, so the eight ounce bag. Uh, the, so they made this cold brew with that. Uh, the uh, and Susan posted in chat the whiskey barrel aged cold brew. There, all it was was coffee, right? Like, there, none of their drinks came sweetened unless you got something specifically that was sweetened. This was not sweetened, but it pulled sugars from the barrel, I believe, in the fermentation process. Yeah. And it, it also had a fancy, like, ice cube, a branded ice cube, which was, you know, if you have whiskey, it's usually, if you have whiskey on the rocks, there's some sort of, like, nice whiskey cube. And the, the ice cube was very clear and see-through. It was a very nice cube. Uh, put on the rocks. Yeah. Uh, this, 
I it, it was like it wasn't drinking coffee, right? I knew it was coffee, but it tasted of chocolate and caramel, and it, it, it no bitterness whatsoever. It it, it elevated uh, it's a hipster coffee place. It a, like beyond a, the normal hipster coffee. A, place. I I think it's not even hipster coffee. I think it is. If you're a coffee nerd, like not even a hipster, just like a nerd, and you like coffee, <clears throat> this is where you would go to spend some money. And we spent some money. Like Susan and I really like coffee, and we spent some money. Uh, probably could have spent more money on the boozy aspects of things, but I think we spent more money. I think if I went to go, if I go back, I'd get more <clears throat> cocktails. Coffee. I, I exa- which we did. But I think yeah. I would because the cocktails were made with coffee, and I think that's very interesting because it's. But a lot of the stuff I wanted to try, they didn't like. They were like, we ran out. Like we couldn't. They couldn't give me the flight of martinis using like special liqueurs and stuff like that. And are like, oh, we're using, uh, like the not the whiskey barrel aged cold, cold brew, but a different cold brew in this plus. And I was like, ooh, and they're like, we just don't have this. I'm like, all right. So I got a uh, a special um, whiskey drink. That had uh, infused, uh, like it had. It was it was like rubbed with like coke and uh, uh, coffee bean oil, expressed oils from the coffee beans. Uh, so it was like this little tiny chunks of coffee, like bean, but very very fine, like super fine, like almost shaved coffee bean in the whiskey. Mm-hmm. And they they uh, layered uh, just pretty much did a swirl of lavender liqueur inside the glass and put like this this uh, n- another fancy ice cube that was the sh- in the shape of the planet uh, inside this giant just giant cup and they're like they're like please sir to, in order like my drink came with instructions like to to drink this first sniff the glass I was like mm. he's like do you smell the lavender I'm like I do he's like all right now when whenever you're ready go ahead and pour the whiskey in but he's like. But make sure you're really breathing in the lavender. I was like, okay. Like I took like a like big like whist of lavender, and then I poured this whiskey concoction over the top of it, and then all of a sudden, didn't taste the lavender, didn't taste the whiskey. It tasted just like I was drinking like sweet caramel, and and like I don't I'm like I it blew me away. Like I was like, and I almost like we could just spend a day at the 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 fourth floor, which is the cocktails. And then the third floor is all experimental things with coffee. So that's like all experiments and Chemex and like, like create just, just insane amounts of coffee and like what they're doing there. Mm-hmm. It worth the trip to Chicago alone. Uh, besides, of course we had deep dish pizza. We went to Italy, which, uh, I discovered a, uh, possibly my new favorite scent ever. It's an Italian scent that, they have a beard oil bomb that smelled great and the cologne that matches it. And I want to buy it. So also they make fresh cannoli there. It's, you know, that would be uh, good. That would get me. Yeah. The, everything. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah. Everything there is made fresh. The, they make mozzarella on site. They make like, you would like it. I, if, Less so. Uh, well, uh, because uh, I mean, I would I would want to eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I I know you don't do a lot of coffee, but they actually do like Italian, like proper Italian coffee there as well. So yeah, I like espresso drinks. Yeah, I'm well, then you, coffee drinks. Yeah, so you would be that would be up your alley for sure. Yeah, yeah, it would be up your alley. And then I would like, try them like I, 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 especially like the, like when it's a good coffee, like I'll, I'll that's not too bad. It's like yeah. a lot of the stuff that tends to be burnt or mass produced. Doesn't do anything for me. I, I will say everything at the Starbucks was not masked. Like they were roasting the beans there. So every right, yeah, 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 yeah. So like that's why I think it was at a different level than like your normal Starbucks. And at the bottom, the first floor was a normal Starbucks. But even then, I think they were using like some of the beans that they were roasting in house. <laughs> it was really, really, yeah. really Wonka's fo- chocolate factory, but for coffee. And then Italy was the Italian food restaurant for, you know, Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Uh, <laughs> So I I I mean all in all sh- Chicago was great. We we went to a place called Fry the Coop. So if you're a, a Chicago listener and you know about Fry the Coop, you know what I'm talking about. That was probably the best chicken sandwich I've ever had. It was I had the hot butter uh, chicken sandwich and it was like hot honey with butter. Like it's hard to explain. It was delicious. Go look it up. Amazing place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the heat levels really jumped from medium to hot. Uh, it was just a fun time overall. Like. A nice and also nice just to get away after the year of not leaving anywhere and and buying a house and all the stresses just to get away for a few days and be in a different place is just a nice feeling. <laughs> yeah. So. Just to, uh, yeah, just to get up and, and change things over, like it's surprising how much that can change things. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Susan says that she brewed a pot of the gay agenda this afternoon, and it's delightful. I have not tried that yet, so mm. it's not the word I would have used. Uh, <laughs> not tried the gay agenda. <laughs> no, the no, no, no. The gay agenda is great. Yeah. Okay. Delightful. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. There was a word I had it in my head, and now it's gone, and it's ruining the joke. So, anyways. I mean, uh, it's got it's got fruit in it. It's got, it does. I mean, it's what's caramel. I, I don't know. Susan, can, I know you were telling me about it. It's, it's, it's so good. it's it. I have not. I'll try it tomorrow. And and and, and it's asher proof. It is very much asher proof. Uh, so uh, before I get into my Final Fantasy week and talk about what the hell's going on over there, because that's going to take some time. Uh, what did you do this week? And I, I know we, we we did things together too. So I'll let you cover that and yours. True. All right. This week on my week, uh, I there wasn't a whole lot actually. Uh, we had a kind of a quiet week. Uh, we did our mount farm. Uh, we finished up Heaven's Word, so that's good. We're moving into Stormblood now. Uh, we played with Suzano a bit. I think we finished up. Yeah, we finished up Suzano. We moved on to Lakshmi, uh, but we're doing pretty well with that. Uh, and that's uh, you haven't been able to join us yet, but hopefully next week we'll be able to continue that. D and D took a break this week, so instead I visited some friends uh, and then. We had our Terraria stream last night, which kind of was a mess. Uh, we got to kill Skeletron finally, which was nice. Uh, and then we just kind of failed to do well in the dungeon, although I think that we've got a better idea going in now. And then uh, off stream, we decided that we were going to go to hell. So we visited hell mm-hmm. and then uh, got some stuff prepared for that. So next week, we'll, uh, we'll be a little bit better off going into Terraria. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I've just been slowly leveling my classes, trying to get things to level 80. Uh, I know the event just started today again, the Moonfire Fair, so I'll probably go and do that, get my new mount. And then, uh, yeah, continue leveling back Machinist. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Susan said, you're just in time to join the mount farm group when you're back to the ones that we need. <laughs> suspicious. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it does sound suspicious, suspicious but I, can, I, can, I will guarantee you... Uh, Although uh, it is funny that they're like people are like you could have just like did the Moogle tomes and bought it like, but it's almost the principle of of Shinri getting the mount from Shinryu at this point. Like I have forty five yeah, totems. No, no. See, I bought it because no, I have forty five totems, and now now when it got past twenty, I was like, this is personal. This is me and this dragon are t- this, we're gonna tussle. I'm gonna rip the mount out of this dragon. <laughs> so. Uh, and it, I'm not getting it from a Moogle. No, no, no. Me and the are going toe-to-toe. Yeah, but now you're uh, just doing it unsynced, and it's just easy. That's fine. I don't care. Like, uh, worth it either way. Uh, so, as as we've al- alluded to most of the last couple episodes, that my account has been kind of in lockdown, and that's due to a account rollback because my, my account got compromised. Uh mm-hmm. Which we don't want to explain how it happened because I don't want to give people ideas. And, and no, it wasn't a phishing scam. And no, yes, I had a two two factor authentication. Be weary. I, I would say. I, go so ahead. I will be specific here, without going into details. The account was not compromised so much. Yeah. So like, it's not like the account was hacked. They did not get access to the account. Something else happened that allowed them to have control of the character, but the account was fine. So like don't freak out that your account is going to get hacked or someone is going to somehow get into your account and able to factor authentication. It is secure. It is safe. It's the best way to keep your account going. Yes. Which I have and reset and, and worked with my ISP and worked, made sure there's stuff on my, off my computer that may have been a potential lead into this. So whatever, whatever the case is, I'm covered now. The problem was that the, the person who had gained access ended up stealing all my gill and all of our FC's gill. Uh, and so, which was a lot of gill. And uh, so we went about finding out how to get the gill back. And I was uh, told by a fellow F- FC member who had their account uh, actually to, like through a phishing scam gotten, mm-hmm. gotten their taken away. Like, oh, they offer a one-time rollback. So I said, Okie dokie. <laughs> I will I will go about that process. Not 
understanding, and I should have asked this prior, <clears throat> uh, the process, how long it takes. Uh, for them, they lost everything. So two months. Mine was just Gil. They didn't take my character was fine. My progress on my character was fine. Uh, my my armor. Uh, they didn't take any of the Gil off my uh, on my retainers, which was lucky because I needed some walking around money. Uh, the but just Gil and specifically also the F- retainers. Yes, I, I, yeah. I, honestly, if if anything, put the money on your retainers. Like that is I, I absolutely like a takeaway from this. Please put your money on your retainers. They move so fast; they're not checking your retainers. They are they they want to get in, and get out. So, getting mm-hmm. to your retainers might take too long, especially if a lot if you have a lot of retainers. So, uh, like someone, so, yeah, me rarely plays. Uh, I have a lot. Well, no, I've been playing a lot. Well, I've been playing a lot more now that I got my account back. So, That's <clears> making up for the lost time. Exactly. So, uh, the process is not great. The process isn't smooth. They, they, they aren't, they don't very, they don't really communicate with you, which is a bummer because you're waiting to see like, Hey, what's going on with my account? I was told not to play. I was told not to log in. So I would call and all thanks to Square Enix's call center agents. They were as helpful as they could be telling me what they could tell me. Uh, they, and they couldn't give me specific information, I did learn some things that when you do a rollback, that information goes all the way to Japan. It's translated from English to Japanese. The Japanese the Japanese team looks it over, writes up a report, trans- gets it translated back into English, and then sends it back to the English team so that they can start the process. They don't tell you that. So that part is like, so you have to call and find that out. So just so pe- players are aware, if you do a rollback process, that initial part is going to take some time. That's going to take at least a week to two weeks right there. When they get that information to start the rollback process, depending on how much you've lost, that can take another two weeks to two months or more. Uh, and they cannot give you a timeline. They will not tell you an ETA. They won't tell you a timeline. Uh, and you're kind of stuck waiting. Now, there are some things I can tell you. Yes, you can still log. They allow you to log in to make sure you don't lose your house. So don't feel like you're you're in lieu of losing your house. Uh, you can absolutely log in and do that. They ask you not to make any progress on your character because you will lose it. Now, there are things that they said I would lose that I didn't lose, which is strange. Like, I didn't lose my Bozja progress in the quest line. Like, I, I had my second sword. It wasn't glamoured, and the sword that uh, uh, Susan made for me, the glamour sword that she made for me, is gone. That was gone. I lost some of the tokens from Bozja, uh, but I didn't lose my metal levels, which is strange. Like it's like the we- it's weird. Like the stu- like it's it- yeah. That's what I was very confused. Like going into my character, I was like I was so confused about the stuff that I didn't lose more so than the stuff that I did. I was like oh I expected to lose things, but it's strange what the things I didn't lose. Didn't lose minions. That even though I was told you oh you're gonna lose minions, you're gonna lose your triple triad cards, you're gonna lose your blue mage spells. Didn't lose any of that. Uh, I didn't lose, uh, I did, but I did lose like the Siriu sword that Susan made for you. I did lose, like I said, a couple of Bozja items, like the, the stuff to turn in, which is absolutely fine. Like I'll just farm that stuff back up. It's not a big deal. And I did lose levels on my crafters. Mm. So, and I lost the, uh, (laughs) the other thing I lost the, uh, the tools you get from those, uh, the quests. So it's like, Oh, Neat, I guess. Like, so my quest progression was fine. My levels were somehow lost. But now I have to go back and like, yeah, it's so, it's so baffling. (laughs) And nothing, none of that was communicated. So they're like, at the end of it, like, you will get a detailed email stating what was happened, what happened. Like, and that's what I was waiting on. Like this long email or like something like, hey, this is what we found. This is what happened. This is what the rollback. Like, at least letting me know as a customer right. what nothing. This all, is what's going on. All, my email was a sentence long saying, it's now complete. Enjoy Final Fantasy 14. I was like, thanks. <laughs> I guess, I guess <laughs> this is what I get, huh? An attaboy. Sure. Uh, would I, so, so my, my knowledge to you, if your account it happens something happens to your account and it's just mm-hmm. gill do not do a rollback 
<laughs> Farm Re- yourself. Re- report the person who whatever as much as you can and make sure that they get that report. Because I found it interesting that we reported this person weeks into like the day that it happened, and we reported. I reported it. My uh, Susan reported it. Officers in the FC reported it. We reported the person. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until they did the translation and did the 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 investigation that they're like, oh, we found the person and we 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 did an RMT on them. <laughs> that that and that, I want to point out that that didn't that rollback didn't take place until almost a, like maybe a month after the initial letter because I kept getting bounced around about what to do with my account. So yeah, a month a month later, that's when they said, oh hey, you're right. And now we've blocked this person. So the initial email that we sent about this person didn't make they, they didn't care, but it wasn't until the email about the rollback is like, oh, we we care now. So mm-hmm. it, I, I I think SE needs to invest some money in a a streamlining the process or finding a better way this process can be handled. I will tell you, I have dealt with this before, not like getting my account compromised or anything like that, but. Just dealing with the stuff getting deleted on accident or losing something or and and dealing with like customer service with other MMOs. And let me tell you, pretty pretty straightforward process. Like, hey, I yeah. I you know it's a little bit not not as easy. I, I I accidentally lost all this stuff and I didn't mean to, or I accidentally dropped my main set of gear off my character. Like, no problem. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Like here, here you go. It, like bloop, bloop. It's like and like they just give you the stuff back, no questions asked. Here it is. I, I, it shouldn't be a month, two month process to to to, to roll back a character or. Uh, and then Su- so Susan in chat says, "Do you think it's because of the Japanese translation stuff that slows it down?" I don't know because that happened. We had submitted and then we waited two weeks and I called and I said the translation is done, so they're going to start the process now. So even if that I was willing, like the two weeks is fine. So even if that two week process happened and I still, and they should have, if the process is just coming back and saying, all right, he lost, he did lose his guilt to this. Here's your guilt. Right. It, but the, the fact that they have to roll back my entire character and not just replace the things that were taken is a strange thing because it rift, right? I, I think I accidentally deleted, um, uh, an upgrade for legs I got in a raid. So I just contacted uh, customer service. They were like, hey, absolutely. You're absolutely right. You did delete them. No problem. Here you go. Right? Same process. Like, it's, I think, I don't know if it's just something that from 1.0 to 2.0 that, <laughs> that or I, you know, I don't want to say it's the spaghetti code beneath the layer of like polish they've been trying to fix. I, I don't know. I do not know. I, it, it it just yeah. it just seems like it needs a better process overall. So that yeah, I, I, it definitely seems to me like a tooling issue. Like they don't yeah. have the tools to do this easily, mm-hmm. yeah, or necessarily that they don't have the they're not empowering their support agents to to use these tools. Like that would be especially knowing that they have some customer support issues in the past. Like building tools in order to empower customer support to be able to make changes easier. Uh, would definitely go a long way towards a lot of this. So there's definitely some things going back and forth between different countries and different regions for sure. Like, for example, with Rift, uh, Tryon's offices were in California, so they literally just talked to each other. <laughs> like There wasn't a huge thing there. So I'm sure that they built a lot of the tooling internally as well that they might not have here. And that could just also be a different thing where like they don't typically write these tools in Japan, so they, they don't have it, or just Square Enix doesn't write these tools or have time to write these tools. Um, so it, it, I think it's a combination of just like, this is not a culture thing that they have, and I don't mean Japanese, I mean as a company, their culture might not be to, like, let's build the tooling to help customer support, um, which is relatively common until it gets to a point where it's like, hey, you can spend a couple hours writing this thing, and you save thousands of hours of support time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's also been said about like getting people to buy their game as well. Like it's very Mm -hmm. difficult to buy the game and then get to a place where you can put the the code in and stuff like that. Like Asmongold, a lot of WoW streamers are like, how the hell 
do I purchase your game and get it installed? Like, how do I, how do I, do, I want to give you money. And I agree. I think that's, I, those are the two things I, I think you need to look at. Like, making it easy to get your game because, you know, you will make a lot, you will make money hand over fist if people have easier access of getting your game and of being able to plug it in. And then helping people when stuff like this happens a lot faster. Because, you're still charging that person, me, uh, monthly to play your game that you're telling them that they can't play. And that's two months is ridiculous. So at least say, hey, we're yeah. going to credit your account the two months that you can't play because we our, pro- our process isn't set up for this. And that's that's the thing. So, And I think, too, like I don't know if they have a, an issue with like how to buy the game. Like You just go to their store and buy the game. It's, it's not a difficult process. No. <laughs> um, it's 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 navigating the instructions. It's navigating the Mog Station, I think. Even still, I don't remember it being terribly complicated to set up a subscription or to buy the game itself. I know that there was a whole issue with like the game not taken out of the Square Enix store for a few hours one day. Yeah. And that blew up the news for multiple days, and I think people just overblew an issue. Um, and they're like, same thing, like. What happens if you get a sudden influx of players and you have now thousands of new players trying to get in at the same time? The servers are slow. Yeah, Yeah, that's what happens. It's not like you can suddenly magically support thousands and thousands of new people within seconds. It takes a little while to readjust everything, and that's what they did, and now everything's fine again. Yeah, Uh, even Susan said, like, uh, like even buying things in the online store, I had to enter my username and password like three different times. It's true. It's like... Nothing oh, yeah. interconnects. Mog yeah. Station, so the Final Fantasy XIV online store, previously Mog Station, is a mess. Yeah. Square Enix store is a mess. But yeah. like, just the game itself is not too bad. No, I mean, but the, the, the ways to buy it are, are a mess. That's, that's, I think that's what a lot of people were. Huh. And then, well, like, only, like you, you buy it through the Square Enix store. Or avoid that store. Mog Station. <laughs> Well, it's the Square Enix store or Amazon or any of your normal retailers, Best Buy, GameStop, whatever, or Steam. And a lot of people are just like, don't don't buy it on Steam. Yeah, don't buy it on Steam. Good advice. Don't buy it on Steam. Don't buy it on Steam. Um, Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of it is just like, if if the way that people do it the first time doesn't work, then they're just like, nope, sorry. And that's a weird attitude. (laughs) I, I, I get it. There's also like the whole free trial, which literally you can go to the free trial website, which mm-hmm. you can find easily by typing in Final Fantasy XIV free trial and just download it directly. That's also there's, true. There's not even a question there. Like it's just click the download button and go. Create an account. <laughs> go. You're done. Yeah. Done. Play the right. game. Level 60. Heavens. Yeah. All of it. All right. Well, so I suffered. So I, I'm going to pretend now that since I had to suffer, through waiting this long to play the game that Square Enix uh, gave me the gift of allowing all of you to buy Cruise Chaser. <laughs> uh, so with that, uh, $30. We, we're, we're going to give away uh, a Cruise Chaser on this episode of Maelstrom Radio. And if I click this button, should be yeah. that. Boop, there it is. So uh, bang raffle, and then you can enter for a free mount. Yeah. So like Chili just did. It's just like that. And to let you know, we will uh, we'll let this run uh, through the entirety of the show, and at the end of the show, we'll pull a winner, and then it's gonna be fun times. And so you have twenty let, minutes uh, to enter. Go. Go. Maybe a little longer, depending on our conversation. <laughs> uh, anyway. Let's get into it. The Moonfire Fair starts today. Go ahead and get your polar bear mount, a.k.a. the Coca-Cola bear, uh, <laughs> and your tabletop corn. Unbranded, no Coke. Uh, oh, is unbranded, no Coke? Coke? Coke didn't sponsor them? <laughs> no, no, no branding. Uh, okay. Uh, get your non-traditional soda bear. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Get soda bear. Non-denominational. Non-denominational soda bear. <laughs> oh, Lakota. And, and tabletop corn. Polakota. There you go. Tabletop corn? Tabletop corn. It's not uh I'm confused, but I'll find out later. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a housing item. Uh it's tabletop corn. Well, I remember last year we had the uh the lovely rainbow ice. Yeah. The, that was good. N- now we have the ta- station. Now we have table corn. 
or the Final Fantasy fourteen online store. And it's not the delicious Mexican street corn. It is because I it didn't no, look. But that is also good. It is good. At least I didn't notice there was like a mayonnaise substance on the outside of corn with some chili uh, powder on the mm. outside. It's the, the corn you get from kids. <laughs> non-branded chili, non-branded, non-denominational corn. <clears throat> Honestly, I could probably open that church here in Indiana and it'd probably do well. <laughs> anyway... Uh, I think that's all of our news. And then Joseph said to Orville Redenbach, <laughs> let there be movie style. <laughs> no? All right. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that is all our news. So our main topic for today is all the things that you probably missed during the 14-hour live stream, a.k.a. all the things we missed during the 14-hour live stream. Uh, because I was sleeping for most of it. Yes. Uh, (laughs) but there were some things that happened during the 14 hour live stream. I think that were lost in not necessarily lost in translation, but just lost to the people that didn't stay up for 14 hours or figured, Hey, we got the live letter. That's all I wanted to pay attention to. But Yoshi P does like to chit chat. (laughs) People do ask Yoshi P questions for 14 hours. So Let's dive into a little bit of that. There was a two-minute video that was translated um, about y- Yoshi P talking about Final Fantasy XI, uh, and I had no idea, and m- maybe, I again, I could have missed this, but did you have any idea that he was over Final Fantasy XI? Uh, not directly, but it kind of makes sense considering he was he's overseeing Final Fantasy as the, the senior producer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it does make sense that he's kind of overseeing both of those. Both of say. But no, I, I wasn't aware of that until I watched the video. So he's over Final Fantasy XI. And also shocking, uh, they're in talks for actually creating new content for any. And it says mm-hmm. Final Fantasy XI is doing great, like making money. It's profitable. It's making money, still popular. I mean, that we knew. Well, yeah, of course we because knew if that. Because if it wasn't making money or if it wasn't neutral, they would have shut it down. Yeah. Also, I mean, uh, as much as he doesn't want to shut it down, he doesn't. As yeah. soon as the company's just like, no, <laughs> uh, can't but, really do a whole lot there. Well, he he said even when they go no, he's looking at trying to like make it so that it's cheap as cheap as possible to run that game for people, so that the memory doesn't die. And I don't yeah. know if Square will let a Final Fantasy game die. Like I don't like they always somehow like give you the ability to play a Final Fantasy game. They'll even remake the hell out of games, good or bad. <laughs> so, and then you have to wait years till for a pixel remastered, and then fix the font yourself. But then it's good, <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> but those all sold and made money. Yes, <laughs> like there's a difference between the games that they put out, like one through ten, mm-hmm. ten two, ten three, <laughs> and Oof. like eleven and fourteen, thirteen three, right? like. <laughs> All of the, like the other games, they made their money back, and then they've become profitable. Mm-hmm. And they could put in a, a little bit of effort to port, but they don't have to put in a significant effort unless they're doing a full remake of the game like Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. yeah. Which, again, is profitable, and they made all of their money back on because they <laughs> for that. A bajillion times over. Versions. A bajillion times over. Right, and that being said, like 11 and 14, if people stop playing those, then those just sit there and cost money, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing worth continuing to have that. Like, it's not like they can just, all right, we've made our money on 11, we're done. That's going to be a continuing cost forever. So at some point, they will probably end up shutting it down. They could release a server code or something if they wanted to, like, have fans maintain it or something, but I I doubt that that would happen. Um uh, he so did. It, it really will become a business decision at some point. He did. And he could fight it for as long as he, he wants. wants yeah, and I, I think right now he has the pull to fight it. So, yeah. um, he's it, bringing in money. So he's gonna yeah, yeah. As, as long as he's doing that, they don't. They'll, they'll. They'll. I think at this point they're just let him do whatever he wants <laughs> within reason. I mean, uh, fourteen is still like fourteen would probably be able to subsidize eleven if that if it came down to it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not. He, he did say that he would like to put it on uh, cloud servers so that, mm-hmm. and I don't, I mean, I am not super familiar with 
like the like the, not so much the infrastructure, but the cost of running a cloud server. Like, do you think that's like the cost is it's cost effective more so than running like a server, like in a yeah. server center? Like, I feel like it's running off yeah, of like totally. a like a MacBook Pro someplace. <laughs> So, like, if you're running it in house, it's usually significantly cheaper. Your cost for running it in house tends to be you have to do that your hardware yourself. You have to do a lot more work for it, right? Like, you have to hire people to maintain it all. Mm-hmm. You have to do all of the uh, the maintenance, the the replacing things that break, and and constantly like upgrading the hardware and whatnot. And over time, that that gets a little bit of expensive. So, a lot of people want to outsource it to the cloud. Quote. And the cloud is just a fancy word for saying someone else's computer. So instead of you doing all that work, you hire a third party to manage all that for you. Now, of course, they have to have all of those costs themselves, and they can spread it across all of their customers. But in general, you're still paying for uh, all of the work that, that they have to do for this. And for a lot of play- people, this is worth the investment because they don't have to do it themselves. But for a company that's the size of Square, it might not make sense for them to move to the cloud from a financial point of view, but it might make sense from a maintenance point of view. So they don't have to actually do anything with Evan. They can just run the game. Right? The like game. They can put yeah. the content out, they can do all of it, and someone else can take care of all that maintenance piece. And it will cost them a little bit more overall, but not having to maintain everything, like the operational overhead and, and um, logistics of everything, might make it worth that extra cost. Yeah, monetary cost. I, 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 me. I think, I, I think it's interesting. I think, let alone just the fact that he wants to create, like they're in talks of creating new story content for Eleven, is huge. Mm-hmm. Like a game that has yet, like I know they've had small, like minor updates, but nothing like on a major scale. So if he's really to like invest a little bit of money in, I don't know what type of content it would be. I don't want to say, oh, it's going to be an expand because I don't know. But I mean, even if it's just like DLC, which they have released, and it's like a DLC story content, and it's like a small thing that somebody—that's great. That's great news for Final Fantasy XI. So, and I mean, we know Yoshi P is all about saving, you know, MMOs and <laughs> and keeping things alive. So <laughs> he did a great job with. He Fortnite. really did. <laughs> so th- there is one thing with the cloud server that I, I do think is, is pretty good, and that is that offsite piece. It's not you that's running it. So we know that 14 is currently in the process of provisioning and getting Oceanic servers ready. Mm-hmm. And one of the big hurdles has been with the whole pandemic going on, they can't have their own engineers go out to the site uh, and install the servers and get everything set up. Which is a problem because that, that's, that's, they need to have their own people do all of that. But if they're running in a cloud provider, it would be whoever that provider is that would go and set all that for them. So if they're planning on, say, distributing their servers across many more areas, like, in theory, they could have multiple locations across North America or then multiple locations across Europe or Asia or Oceania, like, anywhere around the world, basically, especially as we're looking to things like cross-data center travel and stuff like that. If they have to go to each of those locations, if anything comes up like the pandemic again, that's going to really cause problems with that. So having the ability to just have a partner that takes care of all of those for them and they just ship the code there is probably a, a relatively good business decision because it means that they can do what they want to do faster. Makes sense. That does make sense. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see. Uh, I know I said last week that, you know, if I didn't get my Final Fantasy XIV account back that I would play Final <laughs> Fantasy XI. Uh, well, I have my <laughs> Final Fantasy <laughs> Everyone was hoping and it's like... All right, I got it back. No more. Uh, yeah. So uh, I, I'm not going to say that's off the table. I think it'll happen. It's just not going to happen now because I got to get. I got to get. Like I have less time to get stuff done in 14. So I got to get that stuff done first. To be so fair, there's not a lot you have to do in the next three months. I, I mean, I got to get, finish getting my craft. I, I want to get all my crafters to 80. So I got to get all that done. You don't have to. I don't have to. But I want, even if you get them to I 80, want they're going to be useless when you start. I want to. <laughs> I want to do that. And maybe level another job or two. So we'll see. Other than yeah, Blue we'll Mage. Oh, other than Blue Mage. Because that's that level. That's Max Downer. <laughs> yeah. So, and collect all we'll the... We'll see if you ever play something other than a tank. Uh, collect all the... Well, 
see what happens. Uh, <laughs> Susan's like, I got gunbreaker to 80. All right, nobody, everyone stop everybody hurting my feelings. Anyway, uh, so uh, I did, I, I was on Moogle Ground. I know, I was on Moogle Ground uh, yeah, uh, last night. We did talk about Dark Knight. And uh, I did Paladin ma- with and Paladin with Emmy, uh, which is great because I haven't talked to Emmy in a while. So it's it's nice to talk to Emmy, and and you know yeah. I I think only she's, one, she's our main tank of our Mount Farm group. So, so I, I only one person said uh, Dark Knight was edgy, and that was Chili. Not even Emmy said it. So I just want to point that out. So every everyone's got respect from for Dark Knights other than Chili. Uh, no, it's because it's because we all think it. We don't need to say. It. <laughs> Uh, but I did announce that I will be rating, uh, Savage Pandemonium, uh, for 6.0, uh, and I, I am, I am not, uh, so, you know, sorry, not sorry. So, so, uh, that's, that's going to happen. And, uh, I, I have, uh, uh, my friend Lindsay who Quentin knows and who Susan knows also in our farm group. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she's going to co-tank. So uh, she has Paladin as, as well. Paladin. As a Paladin. <laughs> so <laughs> it's going to be good times. Uh, and so far, uh, uh, Susan might dip it, her, her toe in. She's not sure yet. And then uh, uh, Lindsay's husband might <laughs> might actually play. No. It might actually play. That, that was the no. conversation we had today. So... Uh, and anyone else I've heard that this the past two expansions? No. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's, again, we'll, we'll t- he'll play. We won't, we won't be for long. It's a funny story, but I don't want to bog us down. I can tell you off stream because I think you're going to laugh, but I don't. It's it's only funny if you know the person. <laughs> so sorry, sorry, podcast. It's a funny story, but unfortunately, if you don't know who the, if you don't know her husband, uh, it's not funny. <laughs> so we will. I will tell you off stream. Uh, also, uh, so let's get into the other things that happened during the uh, 14-hour broadcast. Uh, so some some just cool things and tidbits. Uh, so some of the questions were like, hey, uh, will Reaper be a synergy-based class like Dancer or like Monk? Uh, where, you know, it's, it leans towards support. And uh, Yoshi said that uh, he'll reveal the details in September. So we know that uh, the next producer live letter is in September. So we, I think we're getting the job, uh, showcase, uh, in September. Uh, so we'll get, I think, unless they're doing specifically just a sage and reaper session in September, but I think they're going to go, over, they usually do a big one. Uh, it's going to be an overall, yeah. there are other class changes coming. We know yeah. that. Yes. And we'll, we'll literally uh, three questions down. We know. Yeah, that yes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and he described the job as very, and, and I had to look this up and I didn't know it. Uh, and I watch anime <laughs> and I, and I, I, it, and I'm, I'm going to, I might butcher this, but Chunai, did I get that right? Chuni? Chuni? Oh man, that's how to get it right. So, uh, so it's an imagine Zeno's being a reaper that uses his synergistic skills. I personally find it hard to imagine though. I, I agree. I think, I think that it's not a synergistic, uh, class. Chuni? Chuni. Uh, so of course, <laughs> uh, and people want to know if there's going to be, uh, NPC costumes, uh, the Shadowbringers NPC costumes, specifically the Chai's. Uh, and if, uh, Lady Chai's costume would make you heavy set, uh, like her, uh, and he said, I don't think he said yes. <laughs> uh, he, although, uh, he said, imagine being a monk while climbing as the Chai's, uh, but he does, he does admit that they're great characters. So, uh, I, I don't think that'll happen. I don't think they'll ever do something that'll like morph your body in any sort of way because i think that'll it just won't it's it just won't so yeah uh, I think, um, we'll find out a lot more in, in september i think and yeah it's gonna be one of those ones i feel like a lot of people are probably gonna be it might be a little polarizing uh-huh or a lot of people will want it one way a lot of people will want it a different way mm-hmm. and neither will be happy completely of how it turns out yeah and there's probably gonna be class changes that are the exact same way happens every year yeah 
Uh, well, t- well, Susan said Chunai uh, or Chuni is an adjective for describing teenagers who try to act cool by being super mature or different or dark and edgy, but fail miserably because <laughs> so goth kids. It's it's, <laughs> it's a short term for for someone who is roughly in their second year of middle school. Emo kids, and it's I wouldn't say goth nor emo. It'd probably be closer to like. Like a poser, someone who who tries to be punk but isn't. Oh, oh. Like you know, you know those people that try to be like. Punk. Uh, oh yeah, those kids like, that are they, like they pretend that they're they're all big and like, but they're not like, and that's not really goth or, yeah. or punk or, or anything like that, like or emo for that moment. Like, like those those are different, aesthetic wise <laughs> maybe, but these are the people that like try to act like tough guys, but again, they're like thirteen years old. So yeah, man, I used to mosh and blink with two pits. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's somebody out there right now that said that. They're bummed. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, you know that they're our age because Blink-182. <laughs> Blink-182, yeah. <laughs> What's my age again? Uh, they, the people wanted to, I don't know why this, but people wanted to know what brand of cigarettes uh, Yoshi yeah. P smoked. Uh, and I have only heard of one brand. <laughs> so... Uh, actually, I've heard of two. I don't know what a cabin mile is. <laughs> so, uh, hey, but Yoshi P, we want you to stay around the long haul. So, quit for the players, maybe. I, that's a long. That's a big ask. I can't <laughs> do whatever needs you to get through the day. I guess. <laughs> uh, so speaking of jobs, uh, will there be jobs uh, where it's been changed so drastically in how they are played? If so, what will it be? Of course, you can tell us what job that is. Uh, I, I do want to, I appreciate that every single time that there's an interview or something like this, they always ask, what are the job changes going to be? Yeah. What are the new classes going to be like? And the answer is always the same. We're not telling you yet. Wait a little <laughs> bit more until we're actually ready. Uh, September. Uh, <clears throat> I, I mean, I can, I, I can ask, I know. I can ask you this, though. What classes would you like to see get a little bit of an overhaul? Like, like if you like, what class do you think, or classes do you think need a little bit of love? So I don't play a whole lot of classes. I'm I'm slowly leveling all of them to figure out which ones. So I don't really know from, especially from like the meta perspective, what needs to get updated. I do feel like the healers need a little bit of changes, and we know that those changes are coming. There's going to be some very drastic changes to healers as they switch up how both scholar and um, astrologian play Mm -hmm. Um, and probably white mage too to some degree in order to help balance it with sage with all of the stuff that's coming along like we know that the healers need a little bit of revamping there's a lot of stuff that they did with the healers that took away some of the play style made them a little bit boring to play to some degree and we can spice that up with a little bit of dps and whatnot but there's still a lot of elements that healers really need to step up on I've heard similar feedback for a couple of the tanks as well that it's not quite as interesting anymore. So like in general, I think there's a little bit of an overhaul that things need. Uh, I'm not quite sure if we'll get the overhaul that we're looking for because they do seem to want to keep things relatively simple, which honestly is a good idea because there's a lot less to kind of maintain and balance. But it does make the classes feel very similar to each other, which is kind of disappointing from a playing piece. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 terms I, I chat. please help Bard be a Bard again. <laughs> yes, please. Thank you. When I took away our songs, it was really sad. When they turned us into mages, it was really sad. I feel like they play a lot better now than they used to back when they were ma- mages. But we need songs again. We need to be able to like help support and buff the party that doesn't need all of the DPS, although it wants the DPS. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Clear two is stare. Now, actually, that would be good. If they could make a channeled spell called Stare for White Mage, where it's light glare, except you don't have to press the button every two seconds, and you just stand there and you don't move and just constantly mm-hmm. does the glare damage every two seconds. Could just yeah. AFK White Mage again. Uh, but, but yeah, and this is the same. And like From my own personal stance, I feel like I would like some changes to Ninja because it is the class that I yes. least like playing because of the Mudras. And I know a lot of people like the mudras, and I think it's a really neat mechanic, but I do think that there should be other options in order to do them, right? Like, Dancer does it really, really well where it has shiny buttons, and you just press the shiny button, and it does it for you. Like, that, I think, is is relatively fine. 
And if Ninja had something like that, I think that it would be a much more uh, viable class, especially for when you don't want to necessarily have your full mental attention on it. I, I agree. Also, Susan and Chad says heart shiny buttons. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean. All about the shiny buttons. Yeah, and I agree. Like I said, Dark. I I, I talked about this on again. Move around. Go go listen to that episode. It's, it was a good episode. I, I talked about Dark Knight and how no, I, I was there. I you were, but not everybody here was. <laughs> Absolutely, you should go listen to that episode. I did talk about Dark Knight and how it used to feel so great and unique back in Heaven's Ward mm-hmm. and 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 still in Stormblood, but now not so much. It's not good. Uh, so let's say, but, but we do know that. Wait, sorry, we're still talking about a class. Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was I was I was stopping about my class changes. No, no, I, I was gonna go to the next thing. Was, oh, I was gonna say, but like that's not the end game. The true end game is glamour. It's glamour. I mean the A my AF armor looks great, but I still like it's pointless if I'm not happy playing the class. <laughs> So yeah. I, I mean, I'm still happy playing. Well, no, it's not like, really. It's much better for you to look good than to enjoy playing your class. Like, come uh, on here. Oh no. <laughs> well, speaking of of changes, uh, let's see. Fabulous. <laughs> they had asked Yoshi P. That was the word I was looking for. What glamour? <laughs> the gay agenda should have been fabulous. Ah, not delightful. Callback. That's the callback. That's the callback. <laughs> That might yeah, be. That's the callback. I, I, I knew that. I knew there was what I was looking for. It was fabulous. Some, some, sorry, Susan. I ruined the joke earlier. Some somewhere, someplace. Susan Sprinkles writing down a show title says the gay agenda is fabulous. <laughs> or that too. So, uh, <laughs> speaking of callbacks, uh, before we jump into the true end game, Susan wants to know: Are either of us going to try Sage and Reaper? And the answer is yes. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll probably try Reaper. I'm, I, play both. I should try a healer class. I just don't know which one I would try. Probably not the one with the pets. So <laughs> you say that as you also have boosted a scholar because you wanted the double class. I I know, but it was it was the cheapest option, honestly. <laughs> to boost a class that you don't play. Well, I wanted to try out. Well, now that they might be overhauling uh, summoner, so that Those might be pets. It still might be better. That's why I don't play Summoner. But it, play it summoner. might be a better like, class. But if all they do is show up and do auto things. I don't anyway, like, well, they, are, they already show up and do auto things right now. Like, that's a big thing with them. But I'm not a fan of pet classes in general. So any game. Not, not under the pet thing. All right, Minions. Gonna, Minions good. We're, we're going to get out of this before we make jokes. Uh, let's yeah. say you're. <laughs> they asked Yoshi P if he's gonna go if he was gonna go independent in the future uh, and no longer SE. Um, what? We're we're still talking about glamour. What? How are we still talking about glamour? We skipped the whole we? question. We did. There's All two right. questions about glamour. Can we oh. go to those first? Yeah. Okay. We can go. To the, we can go to the glamour. Okay. Yeah. Because I know it's the. <laughs> I, missed, it's, I did miss a question. I'm sorry, it, but. But honestly, those were the, we were ending on glamour because it's the end game. So, but we could serve them verse. <laughs> oh, I was I was segueing into this, anyways. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Glamour. Yes. Uh, well, this one I think everyone, even myself, uh, would have asked. Uh, they asked if the glamour dresser feels a bit not user friendly due to how hard is, how how, eh, how hard it is to obtain. Uh, coloring and how it can be can apply color to a glamour dresser. Will there be updates on this glamour dresser to address its clunkiness? And his response is pretty great. <laughs> so good. Uh, I will do my best. Yoshi P uh, impression uh, is yeah. The glamour dresser is quite a feature implemented very later in the game. Hmm. We'll have to look into this. Yeah, a lot of. <laughs> <sighs> There's a lot of mumbling and pondering. I wish we had transmog. <laughs> you know that. Speaking of transmog, you know that's a good system. <laughs> it is because the next question was: Is there a lot of, or there is a lot of equipment in the game, but it feels like such a waste where we either use them or glamour them. Is there another way for the equipment to be utilized, like the glamour catalog? By the way, my glamour dresser is almost full, as is mine, and I'm not someone who uses glamour a lot. Uh, so the answer here was just oof. 
<laughs> I love the old idea of glamour log. <laughs> I mean, we wanted to do so. We even had all the text and already, but we cannot include them all because it's too full and the data cannot handle it. I mean, if we can somehow make it recorded, uh, it'd be nice, but we're definitely out of space to save such data. Uh, we definitely want to realize it one day, but ouch, sorry. So I, I think this is good. Like, it, They know that they, we want it. They want it too. Mm-hmm. But the way that they have their data structured makes it very hard for them to add this system in. So, like, and, and I understand that. Like, it, it is a harder thing for them to do, and how they store their data is something that's integral to the entire game. Like, trying to rewrite that chunk is hands down probably the most difficult portion of this. So, they would have to do a lot of work in order to support something like that. And it's not set up for that, unfortunately. So like, there are things that they can do, like the armoire and the glamour plates and the glamour dresser to kind of make it a little bit better. But it's very understandable that they can't do this. And, and I know that this is like the number one thing. Like, honestly, if anyone out there doubts that if they could do this and they could do this well, they would do it in a heartbeat because how many Mog Station items could they sell if you had infinite glamour space? Like, come on. A lot. In fa- so it, it's a big money thing if they could figure it out. I I know of other MMOs that had to destroy their whole world to make stuff like this happen. So <laughs> we've already did that once. Yeah, we we can't do that again. We can't pull that card again. We don't know what's happening in six point one. Yeah. Well, true. No, 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 no. The story is done. <laughs> 6.0. We don't know what happens at the end of that. That's it. Yeah, that's right. You're right. <laughs> you know what? You're absolutely right. Poof. <laughs> 6.1, world's messed up. We got glamour dressers. <laughs> we get great. <laughs> we destroyed the world glamour again. Glamour catalog. Glamour catalog. <laughs> oh. Louis Swa just turns into a, an armoire. Wow. <laughs> I can't wait for 6.1. Uh, <laughs> the IKEA part of the expansion. It's just yeah, gonna, no. <laughs> it's just going to be meat meatballs and, there we and, go. and bad furniture. <laughs> Doctor of Delicious tried Louis more, but and I was trying to think of this in my head and I couldn't come up with it. But Susan did put in the Swah more, which kind of goes it's a little bit better. Yeah. Well, since I've now broken everybody, we since since we have it. So assuming that like everything absolutely fell apart and. Yoshi um, P was no longer there because everyone, the world blew up and we tried to replace it with a glamour log. Uh, they were asking what, if, if Yoshida was to go independent, if he was had all of the money that he had, or if he had as much money as he wanted or, and could go independent and he wasn't at Square Enix anymore, what sort of game would he like to make from scratch? Uh, essentially, he described Diablo. <laughs> To all of my children, in which glamour falls abundant. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Shelly. Thanks. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, so essentially, uh, to not like read a whole paragraph of stuff. Essentially, he described a Diablo, uh, like Fortress City type game, uh, which. Yeah, fair. He's a he's a huge fan of Diablo, so I could see him doing that. Uh, the other thing is, I would he would want to create one more MMORPG after Final Fantasy fourteen. Final Fantasy eighteen. <laughs> I don't know if they do another Final Fantasy with. Uh... I think if he was at the helm, and he got the yeah, choose, I don't know if I don't think he would do an MMO in Final Fantasy. You don't think so? They've done two already. 
I don't know if they would do a third in the same universe. I could see them branching out to separate universes or a non-mainline world game. True. But well, like, remember, Square has a lot of good IPs. That oh, yeah, the tons. They make another MMO. They, they have a Dragon Quest MMO, but it, I don't know if they'd go Dragon Quest. They do, and Monster Hunter didn't work out well. Well, that wasn't Square either. That, that wasn't Square, that was Capcom. So I don't know. I I if I mean if if Square was gonna allow him to do one, it'd be interesting to see what they do. Dragon uh, Quest. Dra- Dra- <laughs> oh, the Dragon Quest. The current Dragon Quest MMO is not super great. Uh <laughs> uh it's strange. It's and he worked on Dragon Quest prior to Final Fantasy, so he's got knowledge of the Dragon Quest series. So it, it could be possible. But it'd be very, very like graphically different. It would be more, more cartoony than, which in the long run could work. So, but there'd be a lot of slimes. There'd be a lot, <laughs> which Susan would like. So, you know, uh, Chili says they do have a single player version of the MMO on the way for Dragon Quest. How does single player MMO work? Because that isn't that just a single player game with a lot of NPCs? Yeah. Or Genshin. I mean, I, I I think it's more of like they had the MMO version and then they decided to turn it into a single player game, which is viable. You can still play a lot of these games as single player. It's just like an offline version. Damn you! Yeah, you know, I was thinking of that one in the background of my head. I'm like, I got this. I got the second line. It's perfect. So thanks to Chili, we have to all of my children in which glamour falls abundant. To all of my children to whom the mask froze past his judgment. <laughs> the soul yearns for honor. And the flesh the hereafter. <laughs> to those who fall before. And those who get dressed after. <laughs> I love this. Oh. We're going to have an episode where we're just going to come up with re- redone song lyrics. That's it. Uh, so lastly, but not least, uh, there will be changes on how Gil usage on teleportation coming and patch 6.0. The changes uh, may be both good and bad since uh, we're going to the moon. Imagine the distance it takes to get to the moon for places that are way too far away. We'll have to increase the Gil consumption to reach there. It already it already takes a thousand. Like, what are they going to charge? Like, what two thousand? How how much do you think it costs to go to the moon? <laughs> well, no, no, no. Think right now, Gil teleportation charges are capped at nine ninety nine because they only do three digits. If they put that fourth digit in there. They can go up to nine 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 nine. I'm not I'm not spending ten G's to go to the moon. <laughs> ten. You would one hundred percent spend ten grand to go to the moon. Don't, uh, don't lie. I don't Bezos me. <laughs> you would you would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> Yeah, Charlie's uh, like, just make it your free spot. Who cares? I, I don't. Yeah, that's what you I was gonna say. Yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> absolutely, you're absolutely right. We'll make it one of my free spots. You're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, but I don't want to go. You get to the moon, but you can't go home. I don't want to go to the Bezos rocket. I would choose any. Can I go on Cruise Chaser? No, that's not. That's not space worthy. You have to go on the lunar whale. All right, to the moon. In the name. It's true. It is in the name. Uh, so. Uh, Boy, we we learned some things, and also uh, we've created a whole new version of answers. So, <clears throat> I think a successful episode, honestly. <laughs> Want to give away a cruise chaser mount? We should give away a cruise chaser. <laughs> you should probably give away that cruise chaser mount. Let's give away that cruise chaser mount. Uh, all right, final call. Uh, you know, if you haven't entered. Uh, bang raffle, and then you 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 too can. You too can enter to get a uh, thing. Uh, so with that, I will say uh, while we wait for any last minute entries, uh, we will be back uh, next Thursday for more Terraria. Uh, we will uh, indeed be back next week with more Maelstrom Radio. Uh, we have special guests on the uh, 
I don't want to announce yet. I don't want to say. <laughs> yeah, no, we have we have guests coming in a few. We weeks. have guests coming in a few weeks, uh, and so yeah, it does play the music. So I think I think we're good. I think we got all the entries in. So we, oh, we do. Can it's confirmed. Go ahead and close. Okay, Susan says we do have guests on the twenty seventh. All right, cool. Oh, we do. It's it is confirmed, but I'm I don't. We're not announcing. We're it. not announcing it. We're, I didn't want to say the date. I didn't know the date was actually locked in. So it is it is confirmed. Oh, yeah, yeah. We confirmed that earlier today. Okay, perfect. It's two weeks from today. Oh boy, can't wait. All right. Whoop. <laughs> Oh boy. Stream layups, come on. All right. And the winner is uh the Shiny Charm Sparkle. The Shiny Charm Sparkle. Congratulations. You get a cruise chaser mount the Shiny Charm Sparkle. Be sure to uh DM Susan Sprinkle who will make sure that you get access to your mount. Yeah, and then you too now can go forward and back and then forward and back and you know, forward and back and one one foot forward. Uh Falling back into the beginning. Exactly. <laughs> well, with that, thank you everybody for hanging out with us on Maelstrom Radio. Uh, I have nothing else for the evening. Uh, Quit. Do I? All right. Perfect. Uh, well, that means that I'm going to go log into Final Fantasy 14 after this. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, of course, the one thing we always forget to do, and I, I want to let you all know. Uh, please share with us. Uh, the, the game is blowing up and we, we think we're doing, uh, some good shows here lately. Uh, and we would love it if you shared this with your, your FC mates, your, your family, uh, Nana might like us, uh, or not, or maybe I, I, most grandparents like me. Most. <laughs> I have questions, but those are not So, uh, you know, share, like just, you know, post our episodes, uh, and then of course go follow our YouTubes. So we'll post pictures of Poe, Poe's, Poe's the best boy. So, uh, thank you, uh, to our, uh, producer Susan and, uh, everyone else out there that listens. Uh, so as always, till see as well as all keep listening. Maelstrom radio is brought to you by maelstromradio.com and blackfire media. Produced by Flattis Shintier and Susan Sprinkle. Join us live Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash maelstromradio. Send email to show at maelstromradio.com, tweet us at maelstrom underscore radio, or join our Discord at maelstromradio.com slash Discord. Views and opinions expressed by our hosts and guests do not reflect the views and opinions of any companies discussed on today's show. 